I am so excited to be partnering with Kind. You can take 15% off of a single purchase with the code Sandra when you visit kindsnacks.com through December 31st, 2020. They have so many items on their website. So if you visit kindsnacks.com, you can get either nut bar or a thin or a mini energy bar or a protein bar and get that 15% off of your single purchase. They are doing amazing things through their Kind Foundation, so I'm so excited to be partnering with them. Take advantage of that 15% off today uh, through December 31st, 2020, and enjoy. You're listening to Sweet Bites of Sandra with your host, Dr. Sandra Coltimidisi. Follow on Instagram at Sweet Bites of Sandra and Dr. Sandra Coltimidisi. You can also join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Sweet Bites of Sandra. Hi, I'm Sandra, and I'd like to invite you to subscribe and listen to my new podcast, Sweet Pipes with Sandra. Satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth in each episode full of digital business tips, inspiring interviews, asides from my entertainment career, and rewards to celebrate your sweet success. Find Sweet Bites with Sandra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, 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 who's <laughs> ready for New Year's Eve, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode eight of Sweet Bites with Sandra, and I'm so happy that you're with me. I hope that you had a very, very Merry Christmas, a happy holiday season so far. If you're celebrating other holidays, I wish you all the best, and everything that you wish for in the new year, I hope comes true. This is so exciting for me that we are capping off the new year, or I should say, starting off the new year with New Year's Eve in a very, very merry (laughs) mood. (laughs) I am so excited that you're still with me because, you know, they they have something they call pod fade, apparently, where people just get kind of tired of listening to podcasts. But I'm so excited that you are still here with me and we are going to ride this thing into the new year together. So 2021, look out because you are on your way to being the best you that you can be and me too. I am right here with you. So let's get this thing started right. This episode is called Design the Bite and the interview that is coming up in a little bit is with my longtime friend. Her name is Chelsea Trail. You know her from the hit movie Burlesque. You also may have seen her on So You Think You Can Dance. She is an amazing, amazing, talented person. And she also is a businesswoman and she gets her hands dirty. That's why we called it Design the Bite because she is a designer and she has changed up her skill set to being this amazing visionary when it comes to flipping houses and redecorating and reimagining space. And so I'm so, I'm very excited for you to listen to that interview a little bit later and what she has going right now and headed into the new year. So let's get right to it, which means I'm going to give you my top five tips to accelerate your business in 2021. I always like to get it started. Just hit the road right running. And the first thing everyone needs to do is enhance your SEO. And that means to look at what keywords you're using and evaluate, are they really working for your business? Reevaluate them and try to narrow it down to make sure that you are using the right keywords and the right SEO for your business to take it 
up, up, up a notch in 2021. The next one is start using something I love, which is Pinterest. I feel like Pinterest is Google. People go there for ideas. They go there for inspiration. And so many people don't use Pinterest for their business, but you can use Pinterest to supercharge your blog. You can use it to get eyeballs on things that maybe you didn't think were actually on Pinterest and looking for you specifically. So I would say number two, use Pinterest. And then number three is use more video. I, at the beginning of my podcast, the first few interviews that I did, I did not use video and I was kicking myself, kicking myself because there are a lot of people who don't listen to podcasts and they do watch video. So try to make sure that you are using more video in whatever it is that you are using for your messaging, and your promotion and your marketing. Number four is ask yourself one question. After you've done everything for, you know, whatever it is that one deliverable that you're doing that day, ask yourself one question. Is this on brand? Is this part of my overall messaging strategy? If you've just done some one-off thing that is not part of your strategy, then you need to get rid of it. Because if you want a cohesive message and you're just doing one thing here and one thing there, that is not going to make a cohesive overall brand image. And so you want to be strategic about that. So after you've done, you know, as you're going in, make sure you're asking yourself that question. But when you're done and if you've suddenly veered off from your original message, ask yourself at the end, ask yourself that question. Does this speak to my brand and my overall message? Is it in line with what we are trying to promote as who we are, as our our values and who we are as a brand and a business for our customers? At the end of the day, does that fit into our messaging? If it doesn't, re-evaluate how you're doing what you're doing and then, or start over. I hate to say that, but sometimes you need to just scrap it and start over. Um, Or just adjust it and tweak it so that it fits into what you're doing because you want it to all align to what that original, original mission is for your brand. The last part, show up. A lot of people hunkered down in 2020 and rightfully so because a lot of people were scared and they didn't know what was going to happen and some a little bit of 2021 is going to be like that too but i think that this year you need to show up for you so if you were showing up for somebody else last year try to show up for yourself a little more this year show up and show out that's what i say show up and show out so those are my five tips i'll wrap it up (laughs) in a little bow my top five resolutions to accelerate your business in 2021 number one tighten up your seo number two start using pinterest number three make sure to use video way 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 more number four ask yourself after everything after every deliverable in every email is this part of who you are as a brand and is it going to hit that notch of your overall marketing strategy number five show up and show out so let's take a call from one of our listeners hello my name is Beverly. I'm from Arizona. Can you tell me what should I do to get my business into e-commerce? Any platform is there to start? Thank you so much.
Beverly, that is such a great question. How do I take my brick and mortar business or my pop-up business and take it into an online e-commerce platform? So what I like to say to business owners who may not have seen themselves online or in that kind of e-commerce space is start slow, but don't get passed by. (laughs) So you want to start simple and just get yourself a a website. You can get one on Wix. You can get one on Squarespace. You can start one on WordPress, but having an online presence is as simple as buying a URL. So you have a website domain name and making a website and it doesn't have to be an elaborate one. It could just be a one page website that has a lot of information about how, what you do, what you make, who you are and how to contact you. So I would start simple. If you are a pop-up business that just, or, or maybe you do things word of mouth and it's all just custom, you could just start an Etsy shop. So there's a few ways to go about that, but the first thing you need to do is have an online presence, and that means getting a domain and a website that is just basic with a simple who you are, what you do, how to contact you, so that you can build on that during 2021, and then you can build out your e-commerce platform so that people can start shopping on your site. But the biggest part, number one, is to have a presence online and it's really easy and if you go to my software solutions page you can find a ton of resources to help you get started if you have a question that you would like answered on sweet bites with sandra the podcast feel free to call 401-216-5059 leave a voicemail and you too could be featured on the podcast have you ever heard of audible Well, I just started my free trial not too long ago, and it is awesome. My library now has The Meaning of Mariah Carey and Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones by James Clear. So my Audible is on point. I know that you can get an Audible trial as well. Just head over to www.audibletrial.com forward slash Sweet Bites with Sandra and check it out. You just never know what you're going to find. Um, They have a browsing section where you find bestsellers and new releases and everything under the sun. So I hope you enjoy it. Take a chance and try Audible today. I am an affiliate, but I believe in what they're doing. So um, take a chance and try Audible and let me know exactly what you're listening to, whether it's a podcast or an audiobook. There's so much to discover on Audible. So enjoy and let me know what you find. Welcome back to Sweet Bites with Sandra. I am so excited to bring you my special guest. Her name is Chelsea Trail. Thank you for joining me. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. Well, so let me tell you a little bit about Chelsea. So I met her way back, way, 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 way back in the day. She is best known for being on So You Think You Can Dance as an amazing, accomplished dancer. I know she's making a face right now. You can't see this if you're listening on the podcast, but she is, she is so humble. But she has so much skills. You, you saw her on Burlesque, the movie, and so many things in between. But right now, she has shifted her game. She has shifted into what she is calling CST Global Worldwide Domination. <laughs> I'm just, I'm adding that to it. Not calling it domination, but yeah. (laughs) Okay, so she's calling it CST Global um, or CST International, and it stands for your name, correct? Well, it's a funny play on words. Well, I I can get into that a little bit, but I'll I'll explain 
Well, we, we know that acronym because it's also Central Standard Time, which is where I'm at right now. I'm in Texas visiting my family home, visiting my parents mm -hmm. uh, during COVID. It's, I think we're all kind of realizing how important it is to be around family. And it was actually something my dad thought of, and I thought it was brilliant because for the better part of a year, well, the better part of a year and a half, I've been, I moved from Hollywood where we met mm -hmm. to Germany. Oh, right. I thought it was Greece. It's Germany. Yes. Yeah, it's Germany. It's uh, Stuttgart, Germany, which is in the southwest. It's the sixth largest city. It's two hours west of Munich, two hours north of Zurich, Switzerland. So it's in a really great spot. It's a four-hour drive from Paris. So, yes. I mean, I don't think you could be better placed. <laughs> if, uh, but yeah, obviously there's, there's other great cities. So, so yeah. Yeah, but why Germany? I have to interrupt you and just be like, why? Okay, so you go from Hollywood to Germany and you just were like, one day woke up and were like, I'm doing it. It goes back even further. I love the positivity vibes that you've always had. You've always been so elegant, so kind. <laughs> and even though you're beautiful, because a lot of people say, I mean, it's, it's an even though, even though you're beautiful, you've always had a really tender heart and tender spirit. So the minute you wrote me and asked me to join this podcast, I was like, I just not, there's not even a hesitation. You Aww, know what I mean? So you should you. know that about yourself, that that's the legacy that you left in our industry. <laughs> it's law of attraction, right, Sandra? You, you know that. Exactly. That. Yeah. And that's, so it goes back even further. I, I'm, I'm a, the youngest daughter of a Jamaican family. Um, my parents both being Jamaican and my oldest brother. And I was born and raised in Texas, going to Jamaica every summer. A lot of Jamaicans are here in Texas. Mm -hmm. Why Texas? That's for another podcast. Um, <laughs> but it, it's basically like a state with a lot of opportunity. It's extremely diverse. People from all over the world, Indians, Persians, Caribbean, Africans, and everything in between. A lot of Hispanic and African-American. But it was that. So I was always raised with that mindset that you could have anything you want if you work hard, if you put in the time. And when I was 15, we went to Europe for the first time. So it was Jamaica every summer. And then for the first time, we went to Europe. And it was Barcelona, London, Paris, and me. And wow. it blew my mind. Yes. It blew my mind, A, because I was like, for lack of a better word, treated like a goddess there. <laughs> like men were falling over themselves. And I, I mean, I, obviously that is not the experience I had in Texas, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm totally interrupting you. She is gorgeous. If you if you are watching the video on another platform, then you are already know. But if you're listening, I'm just going to detail what you're wearing right now, just because I adore you and I love your fashion sense. And we're going to get back to your story in just a second. But she's got this lovely black hat on that is giving you just fashion glory days. The eyeliner, the makeup, the, the hair, everything is on point. She always has a, a really great lip gloss going. And right now is kind of like a pink satin, uh, you know, gloss sheeny thing going. Yes, kiss the, yes, kiss the glass. And then she's got polka dots with a, a, a very little accent piece. And she's going to talk about that later, but it's like a, a little locket thing that she's got going. Their initials? Well, it kind of goes into what I'm saying. My parents have blown my mind, fully changed my life. I'm so grateful that they were so open-minded and culturally conscious. That's a great way to say it, culturally conscious. That's a big part 
of why I love dance, why I love piano and the arts. And this is their initials, actually. Oh. There's a B for my dad, Barrington, uh-huh, and my, an M for my mother, Marlene. Nice. And I'm not married. I don't have children. So uh, these are my heroes. These are my, the loves of my lives are my parents. And I'm, I'm grateful that I do have that relationship. They, they expose me to the world. And I knew one day I would always live in Europe. But you know, as well as I know, when you're in LA and you're hustling and you're grinding, you can get stuck in that hamster wheel, Mm -hmm. awaiting those dreams to be realized for decades. Yes. If you don't step out and really take charge of your own journey, you could, you will be in rotation there and it's cyclical, (laughs) that whole experience, right? Can you relate? Mm -hmm. Where are you now? Where are we, where are you broadcasting so I, from? So I'm in, I'm in LA and so I'm a little bit east of Hollywood and I totally understand. It's a, it's basically the entertainment calendar. You know, you go through the music video, the film, the TV, the pilot, the live tour, the live the pilot tour, season, the music video. And then you're like, oh, I'll do my own little side project. And then you're back in the hamster wheel again, <laughs> the commercial. Yes. Your side project lasts as long as the agents don't call you. Right, exactly. And then maybe you do a little thing in Vegas. Maybe there's a little show in Vegas. Maybe a little, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah, and so the thing is, is that as fun as that sounds on paper, right, mm-hmm. it dictates your world. I, I can't get over all the anniversaries I've missed, the births, the unfortunate funerals, the weddings, the trips overseas. So I had made a choice in about 2015 that I was on tour. I was on tour with Kanye. I did a couple tours with him, and I was like, this is this is fun. It's good money, but there's definitely a ceiling here. There's nowhere to grow. I'm never going to be the artist. I'm never going to date the artist. So it's like, where you go from here? He's like, it's always going to be about someone else unless you make it be about you and you go and step into your own role. And my vehicle for that was Airbnb, actually. Oh, okay. Airbnb was a game changer for me because I had a very eclectic sense of style well when you are exposed to all these different movie sets and live shows and all these eccentric artists and set decorators you kind of absorb these this eye Mm -hmm. and I did and I I could make cool apartments but I was on the road for a while and then I started renting out my apartment I had permission and that earned me so much income cushion that I knew that I needed to stick with this and that this was going to be the door that would open so that I could create my own thing. And it was, it was leveraging my empty apartment in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And then I turned that business into multiple apartments in Hollywood in 2017, all by myself with a silent partner from Vegas Mm -hmm. who I met when I was there doing a show one time. And he was like, I'm going to invest in you. Nice. And we got these apartments And I was like a tornado and I stepped out of the dance industry a bit more and it was great money, but I had no time, totally time poor. And then I decided, okay, I can expand and stay here in LA and know that I'll be here for the next decade doing this, or I can downsize, keep this little piece of pie going and leapfrog to somewhere I really want to be, the next place I really want to be. And I chose the latter and I terminated the partnership kept the place going and I ran it from Germany and I ended up moving to Germany because it is a, like a little mini United States in a weird way. And some people might not like me saying that, but it's wildly diverse and it's the strongest 
EU country within the EU, European Union. Mm -hmm. So as a single black entrepreneur female, mm -hmm. I wanted to go somewhere that I was going to be most stable yeah. uh, from, from an economic standpoint. And that was Germany. That is Germany. There's yeah. no way around that. No one can deny that. Yeah. Well, and you're here for a little bit. We just have a little piece of you while you're here for, you know, to visit your family and you're going back rather soon, right? Well, I have my, I still have my apartment there. I mean, I've set up my life there. I was there for a year, but they're actually just going back down in a, into a lockdown. Oh my gosh. Ah, uh, it's brutal. So I spent my first three month lockdown there. I had already been there almost. So I'm in my second year. I'm in my second lease. Mm -hmm. So this was back in March, April, May, June was the lock was my lockdown time. And then it started opening up in late May. And I just was like, I miss my family like crazy. Mm -hmm. My mom, my dad, they, we lost some friends during this whole nightmare to death. Unfortunately, they were asleep in death. And I was really worried about my parents and how they were feeling about everything and just wanted to come and be close. So I came in June and there's not really anything to rush back to. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rent my place out there. And I have been working like a, not a crazy person, but in a good way. And so that, that there has come then the transition into my dad and I, our business now is blossoming into this bigger Thing. Well, and I saw on IG, on IG, which I follow you on IG, and I just love all of what you're you're doing. And I comment because I love your style. Um, <laughs> I think I some of the comments that I said I was, I was like, you need to sell these jumpers. <laughs> yes, right. No, you know what? I've gotten that. Um, so what she's talking about is, I am a self-taught interior designer, but it's it's blossomed into contracting. So I'm a, a former dancer. You know, we're, we're we're we would be considered pretty girls, but I know how to wield saws and power tools and drills and sledgehammers and concrete smashers and wheelbarrows. And now I'm, as, as weird as that sounds, it gives me an idea how quickly jobs can be done mm -hmm. and how they should be done. Cause I also know how to do them myself. And it's really fun to take contractors by surprise when you start speaking their language in terms of construction mm -hmm. and great construction means great design. So they go hand in hand. Yeah. So they, they really do go hand in hand. <laughs> and while you've been home, I saw some demo on, on your um, social media where, where your, your parents house, where you're like, ah, I think I'll just, you know, hammer away a little bit. Like, what? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's four bathrooms in my family home. So this, this house here is 21 years old. Mm -hmm. It's never, it's had a little bit of remodeling downstairs, but the upstairs and some of the other places I've done have not been touched in deck in a decade plus. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I've redone two rooms aesthetically. I've renovated one bathroom completely, my, the bathroom that I'm living out of, and then the downstairs guest bathroom. Mm -hmm. And the off my dad's office. I've cleaned out both attics. Okay. So these are, this is a, was a major undertaking because this was about hundred degree weather. Oh my. And a three car garage and removed all the junk that from the house. And I did all that in like 60 days. It was crazy. And we are in, we are five weeks into our first house flip somewhere else now. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. You, you are cool. a horse. <laughs> It's been four months and now I'm on my second home renovation. So nice. this was, this is like a full gut. I mean, we've gutted the, we've gutted 
the kitchen and the bathroom and we're redoing the floors, the walls, the lights, everything. And then, um, yeah. So when you think about what you were doing and now what you are doing, I mean, some of it, I feel like is the same. You were an artist before, right? And you get it. You get it. Yes. It's just a different, it's a different language. It might be different tools, but there are a lot of people that might be listening to this podcast who don't know how to, in my sense, that's, this is what I feel like you are doing is a little bit of reinvention for your branding so that people don't just know you as a dancer or a performer. Um, but some of the other part of what you're doing is transitioning, transitioning your skills from the performance space before, because now I feel like you could host your own TV show, you know, whether it's a flip this house or a, you know what I mean? Because you, you are good on camera and you have all these other, these other skills. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's kind of just a pivot, but it's not a full, you know, 180. It's like taking that and just morphing it. Right. Exactly. I mean, Sandra is a storyteller. I know you're a storyteller. I, I, I see you, you. I mean, if you're watching this and you see all the gestures, she speaks my language. We are gesture, facial expressions, full teeth, smile, you know, bubbly, all this stuff. And really what that comes down to is those are the essential elements to good storytelling. When you're a wardrobe stylist, you're telling a story. When you're a set decorator, you're telling a story, a producer, director, actor, mm -hmm. musician, live performance, interior designer. <laughs> right. You get an instruction. So there, the elements behind these things, that right brain hyperactivity, it's the same world. Mm -hmm. And I, I realized that um, there was this choreographer, her name escapes me, but she makes these the sickest live shows. But her live shows included a lot of elements. There'd always be some constructural maneuvering to make the dancers always look like they're in another world. The costumes were always crazy, the movement. And so that included the lights and the set. And her brain, I'm like, wow, whatever. Has she ever like made a house? <laughs> or like an amusement park or something like it would be so wild. But she would sometimes, she's actually called me to help with costumes. I've done makeup for different productions. I've built green screens for music videos. And this is all, I, I, I did a music video with Paula Abdul for breast cancer awareness and her stylist quit on the day before the second shoot. And all the dancers were like, well, Chelsea Trail's weird. She probably can help us. <laughs> I got all this emergency phone calls at nine o'clock at night and I was like, yeah. And I showed up um, to Paula's house <laughs> in West Hollywood or in West LA and she gave me a credit card and we went to Target and the only Target that was open okay. and we bought all this stuff and it was basically a Bollywood themed vignette uh -huh. that I had to create from this, from all this, this lot of Target stuff and we did from painting to glitter to fuchsia, and it was all this breast cancer awareness color. And I pretty much realized that it doesn't matter what the ingredients are that you can give me, mm -hmm. I can make it happen. Mm -hmm. And that is not about what you know, that is more, more than anything about mindset. Mm -hmm. That's more than anything about mindset. If you realize if, if it's been done, it can be done, Mm -hmm. There's really nothing standing in your way. I mean, other than money and knowledge, but with those things, if you have the funds and you have the knowledge, then it's just, it's just ego. It's just you moving 
on that action. So call to action. So I don't have a problem answering call to action, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, but the older you get, the more fear sets in sometimes and the more fear of failure, I should say. Mm -hmm. But the biggest difference between being a artist in front of the camera and doing more production, because I actually consider what I'm doing production, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that I'm doing it for other people, doing it for someone else. I get the yeah. satisfaction of doing it for someone else. Mm-hmm. Preparing someone's home or space or apartment is gives me great joy. Gives me great joy. So what what do you think is something that, because I know that that really boils down to confidence, like inner self confidence. So where do you get that level of confidence? Because I know that as, as you know, a former entertainer, you get hurt, you know, the no's come way more than the yeses. And my mom has said to me before, like, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you keep going to these auditions because they're keep, you know, they keep telling you no. And then that one yes is like, yeah, you're on a high for a little bit. So for every industry, it is, (laughs) you're like, should I frame, I'm going to frame that day, right? So when you're thinking about this complete, completely different kind of aspect of your career, you still have to have that confidence to go into whatever meeting it is and know that you are going to kill it. So where do you get that from? I don't go nuts on this, but self-love is huge. Now, I think that the world has turned self-love into this slightly arrogant place self-love coupled with humility. So I know my limitations. I accept my limitations, Mm -hmm. but you and I both know, and anyone that comes from that world or that industry and your mother would obviously know this well, Mm -hmm. is that growth really does come from failure because when you get told no or get doors slammed in your face, which we've all had. Yes. And I have a very, I have an underdog background. I was not like the star performer from my dance school. I was the lower rung where they, didn't really think that I had any future in entertainment. Um, yeah, it's true. And it's just self-belief, self-love. Yes. Being humble Mm -hmm. because in order to grow, you can't think you have everything. You have to think you have to be honest about what you lack. Yeah. And I lacked a lot and I still lack things. I will always lack things, but I know the margin of error or the margin between that and success. I, I have control to fill that with knowledge and time and practice. Mm-hmm. And I give my best. That's the one thing I can say that helps me at least eliminate error. Mm-hmm. You know, I have put drills through my fingers. I've broken things. I've fallen off backwards, off ladders. I mean, I've ruined gutters with moving trucks. I mean, these things you think aren't, they, they stack up against you. I've had to move seven couches into a moving truck by myself. No one shut up. And I had to get them out of the storage space. And I like, dislocated a rib. (laughs) I mean, so yes, the more you bite off, the more you are vulnerable, Mm -hmm. but the more opportunity you're giving yourself to win. You can't win if you always play it safe in this tiny little margin, right? Exactly. So the more you put on your plate and really go after it consistently, you are going to get the yeses. You are Mm going to get the wins. And, and I do believe in speaking about the things you enjoy, speaking about it openly, not like the things you quote unquote will do, but are doing. I'm not like a designer. I don't like to design. I am a designer. I am an interior designer. What's the difference between someone who went to school and never made a check from it and me who gets paid for it for a living? Nothing. Uh-huh. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I get paid 
for, for a living and it's my job and I, I love it. And I, you know, I've got, but I have a business degree. I do have a degree in, in business marketing, which if we're honest, may have been a, a colossal waste of money, you know, a couple, couple tens of thousands of uh, waste of money, but it did teach me some, some operating things in terms of business, which, yeah. which we all need to yeah. be entrepreneurial. But yeah. what do you think? You're an entrepreneur. What do you think is one of the secrets of entrepreneurialism? Entrepreneurialism. <laughs> well, for me, the biggest thing that I always say is no matter what, you have to have an idea. And if you don't have an idea of what you want to do, then you can't go after that. And so it really is about having vision and, and what you were talking about, like speaking, speaking it out into the ether. I think that um, if you talk about with your friends, your family, you know, whoever is your closest confidant, what you want to do, you will figure out what that idea is of what you want to do and be. And I feel like if you don't have an idea, that's when you're, that's when you get the most stuck because you're not acting on something that's going to get you to a goal. Um, and I feel like with that vision, I mean, a lot of people have great ideas and they don't know how to figure out how to get them to do something, but you still have to start with an idea. You know what I mean? So that's you gotta kinda, start. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, and, and I think it's confidence too, but mm -hmm. the thing is we are in a extremely connected world. There is not any corner of the planet that's disconnected really anymore. You can get Wi-Fi in the Amazon, you know, or in the corners of Africa, you can get Wi-Fi. Yeah. So yeah. if it's about skills, about learning, you know where I learned a lot of my skill in construction were from the employees at Home Depot. I mean, I did hours and hours and hours and hours of research and hands-on experience. And I would solicit people who I felt like had experience, meant good mentorship. Mm -hmm. I would do what it took to join their team so that I could see it firsthand. And I always assist, uh, usually I always assist my contractor so that I'm working with an experienced person. But now it's a little bit different. Now I am really stepping more into the entrepreneur role mm -hmm. instead of the, the laborer role or the, just the manager mm -hmm. so that I can use more at my time a little smarter. And, but it's a plan and it's the action and you cannot be afraid of making a mistake. That's the best advice I can give you. Fear yeah. of failure will just hold you back. Every time. And now look, right? You, you're doing it. I hope that you visit her on her social, Chelsea Trail on IG, because she is stunning in all of what she does. And um, I know that in the future, I'm going to see you on some sort of like HGTV or, or home special or home, home what is that um, improvement show where they do the seven day turnaround of the houses? And that's where I mean, I <laughs> That's where I first developed my obsession was Trading Spaces. There you go. Trading Spaces. I love that show. Mm -hmm. There's so much more that we're going to talk with Chelsea about because she has agreed to stick around for Extra Bites. So make sure you finish out this episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra and we will see her on Extra Bite on the blog. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Uh, thanks for having me. I am so excited to bring you my online program. It's called Course Sweetener. It's where you take your expertise and turn it into your very own online course. So head over to my website at www.sandracoltonmedici.com and sign up today. 
So I want to tell this story, which is, um, I was the first kicked off of So You Think You Can Dance ever. <laughs> now, I might take a co-kicked off title with my friend um, Jonas because he was the first guy and I was the first girl, but technically I think I'm like some sort of trivia question somewhere as far as like who was the first kicked off of So You Think You Can Dance. Now, a lot of people would say that is horrible. And I like to tell the story because a lot of People feel like, you know, once you've been on TV, like, ooh, you know, your life is amazing and all of these things come to you. But it was horrible. <laughs> it was really bad. And the reason I tell this this side of the story is because I don't want people to feel sorry for me or feel like, you know, oh, wow, she had a really bad go of it. But when you're in such a high, right? So we had a top 16. We had top 16, not top 20. And we never had a tour. We didn't go on tour afterward. We didn't have a Las Vegas week. We had a Hollywood week. I think we filmed the first three, the first episode three times. So I pretty much knew I was getting kicked off like three times <laughs> before it ever actually really happened on TV. And then we got sequestered afterward in Long Beach at this random motel. So, I mean, when I tell this story, I feel like there are so many people who don't know the ins and outs of how, you know, reality television works. And even though if, if they think they know something, it's, it's so much different being a part of it. But I also want people to know, and if you're listening, that no matter how far down you get, and no matter how many people talk to you on the internet who don't know you and don't know anything about you or want to criticize you know, what level of talent that you have or talent that you displayed on any given day, that you are amazing and you will survive. <laughs> and I know this because I was on the receiving end of some horrible messages, some horrible people saying how untalented I was and how, you know, how did she get on this show? And, you know, I look back with some fondness because I was the first tap dancer on So You Think You Can Dance. And then I have the first, you know, kicked off title as well. So <laughs> I look at it as some first in my life, but I also look at it as a, you know, it was only a little notch of, you know, all of my journey along the way. I'd already been a Laker girl and I'd already, you know, opened for Bill Cosby and Lou Rawls on the Las Vegas Strip. So like it was part of my journey, but it wasn't the end. And that's really what I'm getting at is sometimes when we reflect on in different parts of our past, you may feel like, wow, that was really terrible. That was like a low part of my life. Like, what? where do you go from there? And you pick yourself up and you move forward and you do what you're supposed to do in life. Obviously, I was not supposed to win. So you think you can dance. I was supposed to be hosting a podcast and helping people get from point A to point B and helping people live their best life and creating online courses for you to then use your expertise to build your own business. So that's where I was supposed to be. I was supposed to go on to you know, tour with Rihanna and, you know, dance on the Victoria Fe Victoria's Secret Fashion Show and, you know, live in foreign countries. I lived in France and meet my husband there. And, you know, I was destined for more than what I got on that show, I feel like. And, but it was a pit stop for sure. I had to go through that in order to come out on the other side to know where I was meant to be and where... Uh, my future and all of those different aspirations that I had were for me were on the other side. 
And I feel the same way for you. A lot of times we reflect on things. This is the 15th anniversary year of this of the first season of So You Think You Can Dance. And because it's New Year's Eve, I thought, you know, let's do a little reflection time. Let's, let's talk about this because people don't know all the ins and outs. And, you know, sometimes fame is fleeting, right? And just like, you know, a job or a promotion or some sort of, you know, happy romance, you know, sometimes things come and go. And so I want you to take a moment to reflect, but don't pause too much. Don't pause your life for a lot of things that have gone wrong in 2020. I know there's so many things that we can't take back and a lot of people that we've lost that we do need to reflect on and, and you know, lift up their their spirit and and their accomplishments so that they're not forgotten but for you individually it is about reflecting and and pausing for a moment to say I'm going to take a breath to acknowledge where I've been and then I'm going to rev my engine because I'm about to go so many places. I'm so excited for 2021 and I'm so excited for you and all the things that you're going to do this year because I hope to receive some messages from all of you who are listening to say, I did this and I just wanted to share it with you. So I hope that you send me an email. Tell me what you're up to. Tell me how 2021 is looking for you or if you have a resolution that you want to share with me. You can send me an email at info at sandracoltonmedici.com or you can just tag me on social media and say, hey, my resolution is XYZ. And I hope that you live your best life and go out there and dream big. Don't ever dream small. Dream big and make it happen. New Year's is around the corner. And for most people, that means New Year's resolutions. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Usually is a time where we get all motivated and excited to make positive changes in our lives. We tell ourselves, I'm going to work out more than I pig out. I'm going to drink more water than alcohol or eat more veggies than candies. And for most of us, those commitments, they just don't stick. My girls, Furley Prado and Alex K over at Team 3XT, They know this all too well. This is why they have created an online studio you will love and stick to, backed up by a community that has compassion and accomplishments alike. These ladies have performed with nearly every major artist in the industry and designed their classes to ignite your inner star. Through several genres of exercise and dance, they deliver entertaining, creative, engaging, and transformational experiences that inspire you to move and live with purpose. For them, it's not about short-term promises, but life-changing choices. They understand the formula that turns motivation into inspiration, scientific truths plus simple and passionate application plus entertainment equal a system that you can get hooked on. Right now, you get to try it for free for seven days. If you're intimidated by dance, want to take your TikToks to another level, or just switch up your routine, try Studio 3XT today free for seven days. You can customize the style, time, and type of workouts you want to achieve your goals. Go to team3xt.com. Take advantage of this offer and see if this is exactly what you need to take your New Year's resolution into new living. 
we are not leaving 2020 without a sweet reward. <laughs> so on this episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra, the sweet reward, you can win a $25 gift certificate to amazon.com. I love Amazon. So I wanted to make sure this was something that we could talk about again. So um, go to the, the blog, like I always say, go to Extra Buy on the blog. You'll see one of my favorite sweets, which is not so very sweet. It is the No Bake Cheesecake by Jello. I love cheesecake. Give me a New York cheesecake with a raspberry sauce or drizzle or strawberry. See, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. So give me one of those and I'm your girl. But the No Bake Cheesecake by Jello, mm-hmm. Even I can do that. <laughs> you know me, I am not a baker, but if you give me that one, I am good. I'm a box, give me a little, you know, some butter and oh, it's so good. So go to the go to the blog on sandracoltmedici.com forward slash blog. You'll see my no bake cheesecake effort. If you are not into making your own raspberry sauce, honey, just get some raspberry jam. <laughs> because it does it justice. No worries. Just swirl it a little, get a little bit less thick, a little more runny, and it it does the same trick. And then you'll also see an interview with Willie McNeil. He is a drummer. He's a musician. He's been around the block. He had his AKA Big Willie, but he does a lot of great music. And I want you to play some of it this New Year's Eve because he's got something that just gets you in the mood. It gets you in the mood. And he is a friend of a friend of mine. He does uh, Big Willie's burlesque. And so you can, oh my goodness, you are going to love his music. So check him out on the Extra Bite interview on my blog. And this is my sign off for 2020. And I am signing it off. I hope that we are going to look forward from 2020 and that the, the problems and the troubles that we have experienced or maybe you have experienced, or any kind of tragedy, I am wishing you nothing but comfort, safety, health, wellness, and an amazing 2021. So to everyone listening, and I will see you next Thursday in the new year. Cheers. (laughs) I'll see you next year. Are you looking for a webinar platform that really has your back? For me, I do a lot of webinars and I do a lot of lecturing and speaking and and I really feel like I need something that's simple. I don't need something that's complicated. I want something that's able to take my message, distribute it, have a live option, but also be able to automate. For me, Webinar Ninja does the trick and I definitely highly recommend it for you too. So if you're looking for a webinar platform, check out Webinar Ninja on my software solutions page. Just go to www.sandracoltamedici.com forward slash software dash solutions. You're listening to Sweet Bites with Sandra with your host, Dr. Sandra Colton Medici. Follow on Instagram at Sweet Bites with Sandra and Dr. Sandra Colton Medici. You can also join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Sweet Bites with Sandra. If you would like to sponsor an episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra, make sure to send an email to info at sandracoltamedici.com, including the subject line, be a sponsor.